0: The last time we saw each other, uh, I think you were either about to move to Japan or deciding to... And I think you had pretty much decided, maybe, but boy, did you make the right decision. Uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the timing, because the timing was impeccable. Um yeah, the last time I saw you, I think you had just had, moved yes. to L.A. And I was moving Right, out. right.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, we grabbed, I think, yeah, we grabbed lunch. And then, um, yeah, no, at the time I was like, that's awesome that you're moving. And then now looking or seeing everything that's happened in our terrible country. Uh, wow. Uh, well done. <laughs> um, oh, oh not my God. That I mean, not, thank Yeah, you, I but... mean, geez. <laughs> yeah. So good on you. Uh, I mean, I just, how have things, I mean, this is very general, but how have things been and, you know, Mm -hmm.
1: so far? You know, without taking COVID into consideration, it's actually been really, really lovely, obviously. Um, Japan is, like, just naturally quite Mm. pleasant. Um, And I, the purpose of my wanting to move was basically mostly based around, like, wanting to be around Mm. my family. So I only gained, like, great experiences from that. But... I got to tell you, as much as Japan is faring very well with COVID, maybe right now, not so much. We actually are, like, kind of imploding in on ourselves as Mm. well. But um, as much as Japan has done well with COVID, it really did, as, like, somebody that works in entertainment, it really did screw things up. Like, the repercussions were quite, quite bad here. And I I feel like, yeah, and I feel like... um, I was quite naive. I genuinely thought, oh, like last year, I genuinely thought by the summer it would be okay. Mm. I did consider it much like the flu where I'm like, well, if the weather gets better and once it becomes warmer, I feel like... It won't be as bad, but, boy, was I wrong. Sure, sure. And now we're in, like, 2021, and I'm like, oh, no, all of my jobs for 2021 are getting canceled as well.
0: Ugh, yeah, that, I didn't think about that. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: I mean, it's kind of, like, unfortunately par for the course mm,
0: for now, but... That does make sense. I mean, I figured that's happening to plenty of people, even if they're, you know, in the country, outside the country. But, yeah. Exactly. Which is unfortunate. Uh... But I guess let's uh, why don't we talk about some of the good parts though? Because I mean I don't know I I because i only I've been only I've only been to Japan twice, uh. uh oh and yeah And yeah. I am so desperate to go back. <laughs> uh, and so uh, I don't I guess uh, I would love to hear about just sort of like some of the best things about moving there and that were part sure. of your regular life at that point, like. Besides oh, family, which yeah, is course. obviously you know, going to be the best part. Um, <laughs> yeah, but...
1: that, that just goes without saying. Let's see. Japan is, I'd say, in the best, in like the easiest way to put it, it is very convenient here. Mm. Um, public transportation uh, works perfectly, mm. it arrives literally on the dot. It's almost frightening how accurate it is. Um, and I'd say everything is extremely accessible. Like, I think specifically comparing it to life in L.A., which was A, ridiculously expensive, Mm. and also B, just, there are so many, like, everyday hurdles. Even traffic, for example, in L.A. is just kind of, like, mind-numbing. So I came from, yeah, I came from, like, that very city environment to the middle-of-nowhere countryside in Japan. Mm. So that stark difference alone is... I think, like, first I have to mention that, like, I don't live in Tokyo. I don't live in a city in Japan. So I think maybe if I lived in the city, it would be a little bit more, co- like, com- comparable sure. to what it was like in L.A. Sure. But everything is so much cheaper here. It's, it's insane. I can't even, like, I can't appreciate it enough. Um, mm. And also the food is just, it's so delicious here. Like, even yeah. a random restaurant, like a hole-in-the-wall restaurant in the middle of nowhere is still quite delicious and you can't really go wrong. Um, uh, Service is also very good here. Everybody is very courteous and the idea of serving your guest is very much appreciated. Like I know in a lot of like even cultures and languages they say like the customer is king or the customer is like everything Mm. but in japan they take it a step further and say the customer is god (laughs) so yeah so and they really do treat you like so well they'll bend over backwards for you and yeah and i actually like i really appreciate that because it makes you feel a good spending the money there and also be like it was all worthwhile so i like i like those aspects where you kind of don't it doesn't feel like you ever are losing anything, you know, like, I just spent, like, $60 on a meal, but the service was horrible. Like, there's definitely mm. never an instance where that would be, or that would happen. Whereas in LA, like, that was all the time. Sure, so, sure. Yeah, food is a big deal, oh, I'd say.
0: Oh, I, I loved the food there. I mean, even just, like, <laughs> yeah. konbini food, I, I just loved so much. It's oh. on the baseline. And then it's, like, on top of that, you know, amazing, you know, seafood, uh, oh, just so so good uh now yeah
1: absolutely i guess
0: how long have you how long have you been living there now uh because i don't know how time works
1: anymore oh my god me neither i was like so it's like what december 40th 2020 um so let's see i've i moved in 2018 wow and so i guess this will be my third year so we were here for two full years um it's it, I feel like I still haven't fully adjusted mm. yet, especially because, you know, one of those years was eaten up by COVID. So, yeah. they're definitely, I kind of am, like, numb to time as well. Sure, sure. <laughs> and when I think about it, when I said it just now, like, verbalized it two years, I feel like I should have been a little bit more, I guess, like, acclimated to general Japanese life, like, with other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's a little bit, It like, it, I mean, it can't be helped, but... Yeah, wow, two years. I'm like, kind of, my mind is blown right now. Yeah, it's
0: funny. I um, I was looking up like an old tweet or something, like a photo, uh, just like a silly photo. But then I was like, wait, why was I in Michigan in uh, early 2018? And I was like, oh my god, it's because I, I, I was still living there in 2018. Yeah. I was like, wait, because <laughs> you really were. Yeah, there. I was really there. Like I thought I was like, was I visiting or something? <laughs> it really feels like I've been in LA like, I don't know, weirdly like twice the length, like uh oh but yeah only, you know it kind of just does that. that for you right? you know especially with no seasons it's like oh time's gone uh so oh yes I, i've only been here like, three, like less than three years so it feels longer
1: definitely it's so interesting to have like the same timeline as you because that's exactly what's been happening with me here yeah. as well <laughs> um but you're totally right and not having seasons really really screws with just, like, not knowing what year it is, what day it is, all that stuff. That happened to me when I first moved to L.A. as well. I'm from New Jersey mm, originally, mm. so we had all four seasons, and then suddenly it was, like, just 70 degrees all the time, and, like, Christmas was, like, 85 degrees, and that's really awkward.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm just sort of curious, like, I mean, is mm-hmm. Jap- is Japan, like, a long-term, like, you're pretty much there to stay, or what? What? what are your... I obviously you've only just been there for like two years or whatever. So I'm I'm just I'm just curious. Like it seems like you're, you know, you know, pretty pretty happy there.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, originally when I was moving out of LA and deciding on Japan, I was pretty certain that it was going to be forever. Like, okay, this is our next life. Um whereas moving from like, let's say New Jersey to LA, I was, I knew we were going to be there for definitely over five years, but I wasn't sure if it was going to be for life. Um, whereas in this move, I was like, okay, certainly going to stay in Japan forever. Like we moved our cats here Mm. and that's a whole nother process. Mm. So yeah. So my idea was that like, well, at the very least, like we're not going to move our cats out of here ever. Cause that's like way too laborious, Mm. but you know, now i'm not quite sure um i don't want to be like too flippant or anything sure. but i am noticing that as much as i personally love japan like i'm japanese and my whole family is here so it's quite easy for me to be comfortable and acclimate mm. um and actually my husband's doing quite well also he just he has like a regular salaryman job which oh, wow. is salary uh, salaryman is just like businessman yeah, in yeah, japanese yeah. but yeah he's like. He's this like totally American white boy and he's working a full like Japanese job here. So he also acclimated quite well, but I, maybe it's because we had like a whole microcosm here due to COVID, but I did not realize I was going to miss the States this badly. Mm. Um, Maybe it's because we're forced to stay here. Maybe that like stuck feeling is amplifying it a little bit. Um, But I miss very easily conveying things in English. Like Mm. Japanese is a really... Even the language itself is a huge song and dance. Um, There's like five different layers of politeness and speech patterns that you have to convey depending on who you're speaking to. And everything is very conscious. Like it reminds me a lot of actually... It's actually even more complicated than Latin in like when you're speaking Latin, uh, not that people normally speak (laughs) Latin, but you but you have to even like conjugate nouns, which is such a foreign concept to most like Mm. romantic language speakers and English speakers. And in Japanese, you have to do not only that also, but then have to be conscious of like who you're speaking to and like whether you're below them or above them, which is such a strange social context, like context. And... I get used to it, but I don't, there is a little bit of like a, almost like a coldness um, Mm -hmm. because it's so polite. Sure, sure, sure. And even, yeah, and even when you get close with people, like people that you've worked with and stuff, there is definitely a layer of this like professionalism that just like cannot go away. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that for now. I've made it work for now with like work and for, you know, networking and creating connections, but it's not you know what? It's not what I'm used to. Like, Mm. I still did grow up in the States and, you know, I went to university in the States. So like, no matter what, like my command of language is always going to be stronger in English. And yeah. And I don't, I, it sucks, but I don't fully feel comfortable. Like, for example, like negotiating contracts in Japanese, like I'm much better and well-versed in English. Mm -hmm. So I feel like those hiccups that happen constantly in my work, area is making me like realize ooh like maybe it is a little bit easier in English.
0: We're just just going over were you were you born in Japan or did you live in Yeah, yeah so you were born in Japan and how long did you live there then before you moved here?
1: Um I moved to the States when I was 3. Gotcha. and gotcha. I was yeah so I'm like pretty American. Mm. Um every summer and winter I would come back to Japan. Um because my mom really, really wanted me to eventually move back. Mm. So it kind of worked. <laughs> Her plan worked. <laughs> sure. But yeah, it, it is a little bit tough, I have to say. Um, it's not really a language barrier. It's really more of like my Western mindset is like a little too wacky, I think.
0: No, I, I, it, um, I, my, my mom feels the same way about Korea, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, mm. so you know, she oh, I bet. my mom has lived here, you know, for uh, I mean, 30 years, right? You know, I'm sure more mm-hmm. than that. So, uh, we, you know, God, not I keep wanting to say a year ago, no, like last year was nothing, two two years ago. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we took a trip where we went to Korea and Japan.
1: Oh, that sounds awesome. Was that two
0: years ago, three? I oh, know, whatever, a couple years ago, and uh, it was the <laughs> first time that she had basically been in korea for like 30 years and she got to see like no way yeah she had not been back since like she the only the last time we had gone was when i was three uh so maybe like a 20 27 26 years she had not seen her siblings and not been to korea uh and she had a great time she stayed for about a month i i went over there for like a week in korea then i took her and my brother to japan i was like oh here it's Mm -hmm. your birthday we're gonna treat you in japan that sort of thing but uh oh, that's so cool so and that was my first time in Japan which was a lot of fun um but uh yeah, she was like you know I was kind of talking to her about as you know how did it feel you know to you know be there and you know she was like no I uh, even though she speaks perfectly you know she's more comfortable with Korean than English, but she she speaks very good English mm-hmm. but obviously <laughs> her more natural language is Korean but even then yeah, just totally. culturally she's like no I it, I I couldn't live here. Like, I don't, I, it doesn't, right? because one thing that uh, you, you're kind of sort of touching on is, yeah, like, um, just, you know, Korean society has that same sort of politeness system, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, not, not, not nearly as, I think, complex as the Japanese one, but it's still, you know, between uh, young Anyang and Anyangoseo, you know, there's, you gotta at least, you know, that's the basic thing. Line difference right mm-hmm. talking to someone older or more respected blah 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 or a peer or whatever
1: yeah yeah and so it's it's quite similar
0: yeah and so she you know my mom is a very like <laughs> uh, she's very outspoken you know she's very like mm-hmm. strong willed and not very I think a lot of you know people in Korea especially women are kind of expected to be, you know a little more you know uh, uh, how do you say it not subservient but you know a little more polite or a little more that
1: but definitely. she's she's
0: definitely more westernized, um, and right. uh, yeah. So it, it, even despite a perfect language uh, consistency, like just uh, I think American culture, uh, she has been. You know, I think I think she thinks for honestly for herself the better. Even though even mm, though America, even yeah. though America sucks, uh, but at least you know at least she <laughs> oh. feels comfortable here, which is good for me to hear. You know, as a you know son of immigrants, you know, I'm glad that my parents feel absolutely comfortable here. And it makes sense. You mean, know, you live in a country for like 30 years. Of course you're going to be, you're going to be, you know, more accustomed, more acclimated. Um, but some, but some parents don't feel that way. I, I you know, I, I have other friend, Korean friends who, uh, you know, their, their parents never really learned English just because they didn't have to, right? Right. Or, um, right. But yeah, no, I just think I just think it's interesting that, you know, hearing your experience, you know, it, it reminds me exactly of, you know, kind of how my mom feels about Korea. Like, great to visit and you know, yeah. uh we would love to go back, you know, hopefully soon, but uh uh oh, definitely absolutely. for her like she would she feels even when we visit a little out of place. So I think that's very common. Uh yeah, I feel
1: like it's it's so interesting hearing about how your mom feels regarding Korea and like living there versus visiting versus not versus but like in comparison sure. to how long she's lived in the U.S. Yeah. Because um, my mom and well my dad and my parents got divorced when I was when I was very young mm. and my dad moved back um, very early on, but my mom obviously raised me in the states and was there for I think 25 years before she moved back to Japan, mm. but she. Fully intended from day one to move back Mm. to Japan like she was never going to like, for example, retire in the States, you know Um, Whereas with me, uh, she like raised me there since I was three So I although I know all of like the rosy fun parts about Japan because I kept coming back during, you know, summer and winter I didn't know and I, I actually did go to Japanese school in Japan during the summer every year, oh, okay. um, but I got bullied because, like, I'm obviously mm, like a, a foreigner yeah, yeah, in yeah. their eyes. Um, so as much as like I did experience a lot of Japan and I, I also went to Japanese school, multiple Japanese schools in the States and. Um, i was very obviously raised like an american Mm. um with like all these american friends and everything like that so i wasn't really ever thinking that i would actually move back to japan until i became an adult and you know after moving to la and having experienced so many different things and with like the advent of our like digital careers and stuff Mm. um and like you know everybody loving japan so much i was like wow this like seems like it makes so much sense and it does for now but It's interesting that I really... I I don't know. Um, I don't know if I want to move my cats again. That was so difficult. (laughs) And it was like almost traumatizing. So I always think about that. I mean, I don't know if if (laughs) you want to get it. I'm
0: just curious. Like the what how bad of a process is it like what do you have to oh,
1: do oh what it was so bad yeah. man um, so japan is a fully rabies free country mm. uh the way i think australia new zealand and um i actually think korea is as well or taiwan um i know australia is super order strict. To... yeah mm. yes yes uh yeah i'd say japan and australia are actually quite similar mm. um and you have to prepare your cats a year and a half in advance oh, for moving. God. I, I know. I mean, pets, not just cats, obviously. But it's like, it's kind of insane if you think about it, right? Like, they first have to get a very specifically designated series of vaccines and rabies shots Uh and they have to be monitored by something that is approved by japan's government and then it has to be fully transcribed and translated into japanese and then um their microchip also has to be like japanese readable microchips and then get this. This is the craziest thing. Um, you have to bring them—not bring them, but you have to bring all that paperwork that you just, like, you know, prepared with your vet and like all these other agencies. You have to bring it to the FDA. <laughs> and I remember it was like in El Segundo or something. Like I drove like an hour and a half to get there, oh, and that's where they notarize it. But if like one if like one decimal, not decimal, but like if one like lowercase uppercase thing is missing or or mismatches, you have to start all over. Um, yeah, it's like kind of traumatizing. Oh my God. But then honestly, if you're prepared fully and you do all that like by the books and it works out fine, um, it actually is quite smooth once you arrive in Japan. Um, mm. The flight is, of course, a whole nother story. Oh. <laughs> it, it is, it is like an eleven-hour flight after all. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah it all It all ended fine. Everything is fine. The cats were great, um, and they're very, very happy here. But the process was, it was so intense that I, I genuinely fear ever having to bring them on another plane. Mm, so.
0: <laughs> I see. I see.
1: Yeah.
0: Whew, that's. I'm so sorry to hear that. That sounds fucking terrible. No, it, was a, it, uh,
1: it was terrible. It's a learning experience, though. Like, I was like, okay, if we could do this, we could do anything. Sure,
0: sure. Now, I um I like to give uh, the guest a chance to, if you want to bring up a topic or have a question for me, feel free. I still have stuff to talk about, obviously. Sure. No pressure. So Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, right now I'd like <laughs> to give you an opportunity if you'd like, uh, if there's anything that comes to mind. Otherwise... I have plenty of stuff uh, we can talk about.
1: Yeah, sure. I was just going to ask you, like, I wanted to know what you were up to and how you were liking L.A. Because, again, I know we mentioned it already, but we almost have similar timelines where you happened to move to L.A. And, like, I when I was moving to Japan. And so we've only been in our respective places for, like, a little over two years. And I wanted to know how you were acclimating. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) uh,
0: I mean, for me, it's... uh... It's, I've actually been loving it. Like, you know, that's, that's not, mm-hmm. that's going to sound super naive, but, uh, or maybe not. I don't know. But for me, it's been, it's No, been, not at all. I don't know. I, I think, you know, I think a lot of people, a lot of people have very different feelings about LA and I understand. Uh, yes. I, yes. I've had a, I've had a very good experience, but I think what's best, the best part about it for me has been uh, just being near way more of my friends. Um, whereas... Oh, yeah, where, that's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, for in Michigan, like, you know, as co- as you graduate from college, everybody starts moving away, right? You know, moving out moving mm-hmm. out. We don't go to different states, or different jobs or whatever. And so it was very isolating. It was very isolating, very, like, uh, and winters were just miserable. Like, that was when I was the most depressed. Oh, yeah. So it was, like, me just sitting there, like, some winters going, boy, I, uh, don't want to be here because it's so cold. And also, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure, as you know, like, uh, for me, my, my aspirations were always in the voice acting field and it just felt like i'm I'm just wasting my time here like why am i not out there like you know pursuing it, pursuing it full time uh and so when i made the decision to finally do it yeah now i mean covid aside it's like you know getting to be around a lot of people that i you know know and getting to see them on a regular basis as opposed to like hey i'll see you maybe next time i fly out here (laughs) like you know every right, uh, maybe right. six months from now if then um and getting to form like much closer friendships with people who live here uh that's been the best part uh and then on top of that like you know uh, uh career wise i mean i mean the voice acting has been going very well so i'm uh, it's for me uh at least, as long as things are, you know, if I'm fortunate enough for things to keep going well the way they are, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'll, I imagine I'll be here for a while.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Uh,
0: so yeah, I mean, it's it's been very positive, and I'm, I, uh, obviously, I, I'm, I feel very fortunate that it's, you know, going going well. But, um, it's funny you mentioned traffic, and it's just like since I have been stuck here for so <laughs> long, I'm like, oh yeah, traffic, huh? I Oh yeah. I haven't left Burbank in a over in a uh, about a year, <laughs> like uh Ew. which is kind of crazy to think about. Like um
1: It's very crazy to think yeah. about to be in LA but like not having left the one area. Yeah,
0: like barely left the apartment. I've only left very few times for like work within Burbank or right. and actually that's it. Right. Uh and uh otherwise I'm in the apartment. Uh, so, that's... It's not that I miss traffic, but mm-hmm. I miss...
1: It is an aspect of, like, LA life, though, right? Like, as much as I talked about how much I hated it, like, it, it is, like, almost LA's culture. I just
0: miss going other places. <laughs>
1: you know, yeah, even if it took yeah. fucking, like,
0: three hours or whatever to get there. It's like... Totally. It's like, at least you got to see another place, but... Um,
1: yes, I completely agree. Yeah. i yeah.
0: I'm trying to think of what, what else is, like shitty besides from everything covid related and everything everything america <laughs> related but uh yeah you know i mean i can't i can't complain so far it's been it's been it's been mm-hmm. good um
1: that sounds so great to hear honestly because la is you know la is about heavy ups and downs yes. in my opinion mm-hmm. um like when it's good it's excellent and then when it's like kind of shitty you're terrified you know <laughs> so i feel like Overall, though, L.A. is so exciting. Um, I did feel like when I lived there, my age was suspended. It does really feel Mm. like Neverland. Mm, Um, And I, you know, I loved that. Um, (laughs) And I do feel that once I moved away, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm an adult. Like, I'm like a real, real adult. I'm not like an L.A. adult. I have to Mm. do all these like really strange mortgage things and like another language. Like, what do I do? But in L.A., I was like, I just need to pay um renters insurance <laughs> and i am a grown ass adult <laughs> yeah
0: 20 forever or whatever you know you feel like you're in your 20s forever i mean i only just hit it 30,
1: really felt that way like, i uh, mean yeah yeah
0: i um and not to say that i have not had i don't want it to feel sound like to people oh everything's been sunny days and easy easy going like you know there've definitely been yeah. periods of like uh where it gets slow right or it gets like um you know, Mm -hmm. uncertain, like, uh, but I think overall, I don't, it's definitely been a positive net change for me for sure. Um, -hmm. but I've only been here, Mm -hmm. you know, what, like less than three years, like who knows how it's going to go from this point on, but, uh, I'm, it's just, you know, fingers crossed, right? It's like, if things can go about this or better or whatever for a while, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be very happy
1: right it's really again so interesting to hear you talk about it like that because i i do feel almost like we're kindred spirits i feel very much the same way about you where i'm like very i'm i'm very optimistic and i'm cautiously optimistic Mm. and like you said the net gain is definitely overall positive Mm -hmm. but i think i'm just i'm like preparing (laughs) like just in case it doesn't go Mm. bad like i need to be sure i'm realistic (laughs) no yeah for sure. but yeah and also um Exactly like you said, I want to acknowledge and appreciate all the great things about it. But I'm also, I want to also acknowledge that, like, it's not always amazing. Like yeah. It's not, it hasn't been, like, the best year. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, kind of go- going back to, uh, not going back to, but going back to you, I guess. Uh, I am um, just sort of curious about, like, um, I guess for you, you know, do you have any... Not do you, but what are your aspirations for like I guess the future? Like, what are you sort of hoping to you know move towards?
1: Yeah. Um. Let's see. Regarding that. Uh. So it sucks that I have to preface everything with like before COVID. Sure. Sure. But um, before. Corona BC um I was going to go heavily into the voice acting industry here in Japan. Mm. I actually had an agency and everything like that and I started first by kind of consulting and coaching some japanese voice actors that needed to speak english mm, in their roles okay. and to sound more natural sure. and that sounded like this like perfect you know melding of my worlds so it was working out really nicely but just exactly as my contract was becoming kind of like a long-term legitimate thing um it's not a, it's not even covid it's that like japan had a really intense state of emergency um mm. very early on and Going to Tokyo was, uh, like, I mean, I don't want to call it a death sentence, but, like, no one was doing it. Like, if you're from the country, no one was heading towards Tokyo. It seemed, like, so foolish to be doing Mm. so. And um, a lot of production... Japan got a lot better, and, you know, life almost seemed to go back to normal, which is probably why things are not so great right now. Mm. But in doing that, the... I'd say like maybe the entertainment industry had like a couple different shifts and it just sucks that maybe I should have probably been more flexible in going to the city, but I moved to the country so I could be with my family and like everyone is quite old. Like I take care of my grandmother and Uh... a little, this is a little unfortunate, but my grandfather passed away last year and I was taking care of him directly. Mm. So I like really couldn't be going out to like exposure areas for lack oh, yeah, of a better term. Not. And then like coming right, back. Right. Yeah, and I and I really couldn't be doing like a two week quarantine after, let's say, doing a job in Tokyo. So I, you know, just kinda had to make a few decisions. Yeah. And um yeah, so that kinda took a halt. Um but it also kind of made me realize that uh this is like a slight criticism of Japanese of like the Japanese um entertainment industry, but they are a little bit behind the times. Mm. Um there there should have been almost like a way to still continue in this manner but like through digital um Mm. i feel like last year was the first time everybody really figured out how to work remotely whereas i remember like in la and i used to work in sf as well but working remotely was so normal you know like Mm. you would like join meetings and i'd have like seven different like google meetings opened up and it was actually before i was comfortable with Zoom. I don't even think Zoom existed, like, even two or three years Uh ago, but I remember, like, working remotely was just so natural to be doing, and then here, it was such a dynamic paradigm shift for everybody, Uh. and it was, like, a big deal, and nobody knew how to work their computers from home and stuff like that, and I was like, this should not (laughs) be this way, (laughs) so the fact that, like, I feel like we weren't really able to get things rolling again or even still is... Just kind of a bummer. I'm like, Japan, like, I thought you were on top of your game in terms of, like, mm. digital. But it's really interesting how there's almost, like, a juxtaposition, right? Like, Japan seems so very ahead of their times. And they seem so conscious of the world. And they are to a degree. But when push comes to shove, they re- there is kind of a dependency on analog. Yeah. And on almost, like, classic ways of working and physical work. So... Yeah, I don't know. Like, noticing that was also very eye-opening. And I still appreciate all of it. Um, And there is definitely more of, like, a human touch, uh, for lack of a better term, in terms of working, which is why remote work doesn't really do so well. But, Mm. I don't know. It is not great in this condition. (laughs) Yeah,
0: although you say that, but I feel like it may – maybe it might depend on – well, maybe Japan as a whole was struggling. But it may depend on the industry because in L.A., you know, I know a lot of people in animation – and then I, you know, I, I'm on the voiceover side and it took a while for us to, to for the these industries to get their shit together. And even I even see. now, like I would not say that uh, voiceover is has, has really worked out perfectly how to <laughs> have people work from home. Uh, like yeah,
1: uh, I guess that's true. You can't have a sound booth in your home. Yeah,
0: well, no, you can. I just don't want to b- uh, pay for something so humongous and put it in my apartment. That's of so you know. Of course. It's, so it's just like I, I, I. That's why I mentioned like the only times I ever leave are, uh, for work. Like, you know, and it's very you know, it's mm-hmm. very safe. You know, everybody you know, very limited contact or whatever. But um, that is literally the only time I leave because. If I'm ever given the option, like, do you want to record from home or do you want to record in the studio? I always pick in mm-hmm. the studio because working from recording from home is a fucking nightmare. Uh, cause I bet. Can,
1: you have to do your own yes, tech. Yes, you have
0: to be your own engineer. And, you know, yeah. oh, sometimes uh construction's going on outside. Or sometimes, you know, uh, a car has to pass by during a take. So right,
1: it's right. this thing
0: where, you know, and I know for animation, you know, it was... Uh, even and that's arguably a lot easy. I not want to say easier, but it's easier than voiceover to get that, like sort of transferred from analog to digital. And they yeah, yeah, even then it was like uh, a big like they just could not figure out. You know, there there was like a, I think it was like what March. There was like a couple month period where it was just like for the animation. i on part I was hearing it was just like a nightmare to get everything figured out how it can work in an online space and then for me it was mm. for me it was like voiceover was dead for a while it was like and, mm-hmm. we, and, and mm-hmm. there, there was this feeling of like when what are we gonna do like how do we uh how how is this yeah how are we gonna record and the answer is uh even now not super not super perfect solutions for it uh it's uh it's kind of a mishmash um so maybe it may depend on on the industry, but just know that uh, uh America bungled it a bunch too. And I th- I th- yeah, like <laughs> I hope that at least makes you feel a little better. But uh, you
1: know, it kind of does. It does make me feel a little bit better. Yeah, so that's good. <laughs> uh,
0: you mentioned you worked with um, Japanese voice actors. Uh, uh, now I'm actually a, a huge nerd when it comes to Japanese seiyu. Uh Oh, I, was, yeah. I guess was there anybody notable that you worked with, or?
1: Um, I actually can't say. Oh, hate. okay, okay, I'm got it got, <laughs> it, got it. Never mind. Never only mind. because, yeah. um, no, no, no. Only that's actually quite interesting. Only mainly because um, this is, I think, kind of um, a slightly embarrassing thing for oh, Japanese really? actors. To yeah, oh, maybe not embarrassing, but like I think it's a slightly maybe touchy subject oh. in. In trying to master English, because I find that a lot of Japanese voice actors are obviously going to, you know, do anything and they'll work very hard at anything. But language manipulation, acquisition and, you know, intonation, pronunciation, those types of things. um, It's really hard. And I feel like voice actors like, you know, Japanese ones, Seiyus in particular, are so so incredibly careful about their craft that having a weak point like their inability to, you know, portray something in English mm. is is a little upsetting to them I think oh, um so okay. even myself like I um when I was like signing all these contracts and stuff like I literally I could barely like even see them face to face um wow. and I could only give them quite Uh, I mean, like, I'd listen to their clips and I'd tell them, like, oh, you want to put more emphasis on this and say it like this, like, pretend you're singing a song, like, repeat after me, Um, and you want to open your mouth, like, a little wider, because, you know, English is spoken at, like, the tip of your mouth and Japanese is spoken in the middle of your mouth, so, Mm. like, don't make, like, you know, guttural noises, that's not English, like, you know, I could only give, like, very almost like surface level tips and were stuff were these but, were these in person yeah, I,
0: or were these over like online? I I, I forget. So, yeah, they
1: were in person. Um but they'd be in the booth I see. and I would be with the tech. I see, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like we weren't like standing that close to one another. Obviously everything was through microphones. Sure, sure. But it it actually matters because it like they care more about what it sounds like through the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't want like Lip noises, for example, you know, where in English there's a lot of lip noises that happen, whereas in Japanese, because it's spoken a really different area of your mouth, like near the upper palate, sure. like they just don't have mm. that. So that was something that they have to be very conscious and careful about, and then it screws them up. So,
0: mm, okay, interesting, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah no, I, it was, fun. yeah, I, I didn't, I only did a little I bit, I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, that's so interesting because you know, like in you know, in America, you know, a lot of voice actors are like, oh yeah, I I I hired a dialect coach. You know, it's just very you know, yes. very matter of fact. Like, yeah, I just want to get better at this dialect. And it was like, oh yeah, cool. That's not, maybe I should do that. But huh, I didn't I didn't think about that. It would want to be something you would keep secret or. Uh, like it would be something to be yeah, embarrassed or about. something yeah.
1: they're working on. Yeah, 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 I you know I couldn't think of a better word. Like it's not really embarrassment. It's more no, like I, oh, I just, I want to I know what you mean. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, it's like it's basically <laughs> yeah. like saying I'm
0: not as, I'm not as good as like you don't want it to be public acknowledged. Like I guess that I'm not good at doing English, so if the role requires English, yeah, don't, don't hire me. Like totally. yeah. yeah
1: totally yes that's exactly what it is they don't want it to be like an obvious weak point mm. so they don't want it to be known that they have like a particular coach for it type of thing gotcha, gotcha, yeah actually you hit the nail on the head it's that they don't want like obviously the other agencies to know so that they can continue getting work no matter what in any sphere
0: interesting interesting yeah okay. <laughs> um
1: but see japan is also kind of like you know a little bit classic and old in that sense too you know they're they don't want their weaknesses out there like they it's not like a selling point for them
0: mm, and there's like a sense of pride right like a sort of yeah yeah you, you don't want yeah your pride to feel you know diminished or, or hurt in any way yeah gotcha gotcha yeah i i guess um the, you mentioned sort of like you you were uh making strides in the voice act, in voice acting did, so did you uh, aside from that, did you work on any, any any in anything any Japanese productions or or what?
1: unfortunately no not since i moved um i think it was going in that direction Mm. i think (laughs) but not no i definitely did not it really was like exactly when covid hit Mm, um and then you know our like kind of communication like loosened a little bit as you know covid was like ravaging the world and i think we all just kind of went in like we, we just wanted to, like, I think everybody diversified their income, including myself. Like, I focused more on, you know, my YouTube channel and, like, obtaining sponsorships because I needed to stay afloat. Sure. Um, and also, like, all of my in-person, you know, on-camera hosting gigs were all obviously canceled or postponed. So we all needed to stay afloat in different ways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, unfortunately, it hasn't actually... Like, our, my contract hasn't been, like, renegotiated or revisited, but we'll see how that goes. Um, it's, like, you know, anime is always going to be there and around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but actually, um, the anime that I was, co- not co-producing, but, like, I was on the um, American mm-hmm. team. For helping to like kind of come to life, Mecha Ude, that when you said like animation took a hit, I was, I was gonna say, like, oh, I'm very aware that animation took a huge, huge hit because that has been in limbo for mm-hmm. like now over a year because of all this. I so see. it's been rough, man. This industry has been rough this year. I'm sorry to hear that.
0: Damn. Yeah. <laughs> um. No. Just, uh, besides, besides all, all work stuff, like, what do you, what have you been up to in your, in your free time? Anything, anything fun? Like, what do you like to do uh, if you have free time?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, let's see. I spend a lot of time with my family. Mm. Um, mainly because I get that's like the whole purpose why I came back here. So I have been delegating a lot of my attention there, which has been great um let's see i took up golf which is like so random yeah but yeah so japan is like really really good with like uh socially distant driving ranges so so yeah i've been golfing with my dad which has been awesome because it's really really it's such a good stress relief um let's see i i obviously game all the time with my husband that's been like our bread and butter for our entertainment forever but yeah, otherwise it's been pretty, you know, indoorsy, trying to be as safe as possible. Mm. Um I was going out a little bit, um, let's see, like towards October and November of last year, but now I'm like probably gonna stay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just for a little longer. Uh,
0: man, you playing you playing golf with your dad. That's my my dad's dream is if I took up golf, like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> or or should, should I? Should it. I? Should I try it?
1: Honestly, you know, I didn't give a shit about it until this year, just because you know anything else is so I don't know, kind of like dangerous, I yeah. guess, right? And my dad is an avid golfer. I'm assuming like your is dad a as well. Very and avid
0: golfer. Yes
1: yeah oh my god and you know what you're gonna like it um you're gonna like I, it a lot really? i didn't think i was gonna enjoy it this much yeah and i love it i want to go every week do if you I can, have but... athletic
0: an athletic background
1: um i am pretty athletic i would okay. say Not. i'm not saying like i'm an athlete or anything but i have done sports like all throughout my life mm. um not so much my adult life mm. but i'm I'm, like, very physical, and when I was, like, growing up, I did a whole mess load of sports. Gotcha. Um, so, it definitely is, like, in my blood. Like, I definitely like to do activities like that, like sports. Um, and I did a lot of tennis and softball. Mm. So, in a way, like, hitting a ball with, like, a stick is definitely something I understand.
0: Okay. So As somebody who is, it's not in, in my blood, you still think I would enjoy golf?
1: You know what? I think you would, because it's not really, um, it's not the same type of instinct. Mm. Um, I actually had to learn to not put in so much muscle, and it's really more about, it, it's more of a calming sport than you think. Mm. Like, you really have to center yourself, okay, okay. <laughs> and you can't put too much, like, power into your grip, or else you end up, like, hitting the ball this in, like, an awkward manner. And I didn't, it was hard for me to, like, understand that, but I'd say... This is like you'd like it, I think. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't think you're necessarily <laughs> wrong. I, but I'm just like, I just, I, oh, it just, hmm. You know?
1: It would make your dad so happy. Uh,
0: he, he would, but at the same time, I feel like, so like, I don't I don't know. Is your dad super supportive and very patient?
1: Um, he's kind of mean. Oh, then,
0: okay. If you have, a, if you have like kind of a mean dad about it, then, I mean, my dad's not mean, he's very nice. But he would absolutely be like yeah. Hmm. No, you need to do this and this and this, blah blah blah. And I don't
1: know, I feel like it would Oh my god,
0: do we have I'd be like, you know, I you're lucky <laughs> like I'm
1: playing with this playing
0: this with you at all. Like that I uh Yeah Okay. i hmm. I have thought about because it like It's a
1: bonding experience. I have,
0: you know, cousins who play and my dad is that's like his mm-hmm. favorite thing is golf. He he if, oh, if he could if he could wow. golf every day he could. Like in fact I'm hoping he'll retire as soon as he can just live out his golf dreams. But like uh, yeah, right, I, right. uh I'll think about it. I think you should give it a no, try. No, I, I think um, I should so too. Because... because like as he's getting older <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, it's a good way to spend time. Um,
1: It really is. It really, really is. And golf is a sport that you can do, like, literally forever. Mm. Because, again, it's not, like, you know, a heavy... It's not, like, insane cardio or anything. And it's a lot of, like, concentrating. More so. It's very... It's a cerebral game. So, I feel like that also adds to the bonding experience almost. But, I don't know. I love it. (laughs) And our dads sound very similar.
0: (laughs) Not to sound like a complete moron, but how do you start to practice golf do you go to do you go to like a like a is there like a practice range or what do you, yeah what
1: do you, yeah or what's yeah the yeah process um for that? i actually haven't been to like a, f- a proper course i've only done like like hit practices and driving ranges and even that's like more than enough Mm. fun um but yeah so my dad will bring me to a driving range and he has like a full golf set but um it's like you know for men so i have to borrow like a ladies Mm. set and then because my dad knows so much, much like your dad does. Like, he, he'd tell me, like, oh, this driver's for this. Uh, like, you want to use this for this type of hit. If you want to go, like, long, you want to do this. And, like, this is for shorter mm. hits. So knowing that, um, obviously, you don't have to know everything from the, from the beginning. It's always just, like, fun to know, like, how to hit sure. straight in sure. the first place. So, yeah. So... You kind of start from there. And my dad, like, really hardcore coached me. I think he just, like, really, really wanted a son. And he really wanted a son that was, like, interested in golf. So it was... The first couple lessons was, like, a little bit intense. Like, he'd make me just, like, swing without hitting the ball a hundred times just so my arms would, like, learn range of motion. (laughs) Yeah, But... But, like, it really helps. Like, I hate to admit it, but his, like, really scary instructional methods really worked. Mm. And it's really satisfying. I think that's what it is. Like, if you miss the ball or if it, like, hits in an awkward direction and vibrates a little bit, like, it doesn't feel good. But, like, when you hit it just right, oh my God, it feels so huh. good.
0: Okay. You know, you know, Rena, if I end up golfing. Have I convinced if you? If I end up golfing, it'll, <laughs> I think it'll be because of you. I. It's interesting. Oh, the it's honor. Interesting. Like, <laughs> Maybe I can bully my young my youngest brother to, like, also do it or something and make him do it as well. But, uh, okay, interesting. Uh, huh. It's funny because I've actually been dragging... Not dragging, because I always knew he would kind of enjoy it, but... Uh, I don't know if you know my sort of passion for board games.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, I love... Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, I definitely know that because I, too, love oh, board well, games. Oh, well, let's talk about that in a
0: second, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. I, the last, I think, t- several visits, I decided, you know what? I'm going to see if I can get my family to play actual board games. And uh, I did. Like, I brought, like, I don't know. Like, whoa. He got really into, um, oh, what's like. Are you familiar with Quirkle?
1: Corkle, No. Okay, it's just
0: a very simple game where you, like, have these colored shapes, and then if you, like, uh, put all of them, all the same shapes in a row or all the same colors in a row. You get a quirk and you score points. It's like a, kind of like a Scrabble-esque sort of blocking tile game or whatever. But,
1: uh... Oh, that sounds amazing. They just got
0: really into that and, like, something like Splendor or, like, uh, The Mind. Just, like, I, I would just, like, go to, like, the local Target. Because right now they live in the middle of no, fucking middle of nowhere-ass anywhere <laughs> in Michigan. So I just, alright, drive yeah. me, like, 30 minutes to the nearest Target... I'm gonna see what they have here because target selection of board games has actually significantly improved over like the past couple of years. And, oh, yeah,
1: it's phenomenal now. Yeah. I didn't like I used to have to go to Barnes and Noble.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. And, like yeah. they don't have like a local you know board game friendly board game store, right? So it's like all right, let's, totally. go, to, let's go to Target. Uh, I just pick up anything that I think will look promising, and then we just play them. And you know he's very sundere about it. He's like, hmm. Oh. I don't know about the why, you know. In the beginning, he's like, "Why are we playing this for children or something like that?" And I was like, <laughs> "It's not for children." Uh, I know you like uh, fucking, um, you know, um, what is the not Korean name? Paduka. Oh, go, go. You like, you like go. Oh, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. you like go. You like card games. Like you love trick-taking games. I know. And then you know, it's funny. Like we'll play like a board game, and then he'll be like, "Let's play again." and then we'll play again and we'll play again and, and then like we'll play it like five times he or loves it but then I'll be like what do you think of that game out of ten he's like mm, I'll give it a six I'm like okay yeah. damn you give it a six out of ten <laughs> but you like wanted to play it like, even
1: though you wanted to play like seven times it was
0: funny during COVID uh, I think I'm not exaggerating maybe like six months straight I think they played Quirkle every day <laughs> wow
1: like, without you Without me. Yeah, yeah it was
0: funny like my mom would just be like <laughs> <laughs> playing Quirkle again, or oh, yeah, uh, I guess um, uh, they just—I don't know—I don't know why. I guess because it's simple. I don't know that game in particular. I'm not sure why they latched onto so much. But for me, it's just very gratifying to see him mm-hmm. embrace this hobby that I. Yeah. In. So I should do. I should give him. The, I should do the same. You should. I should. Yes, I should. I, I should take same. it. Ah, oh, all right. I'll think about it. Um, He'll
1: be so happy.
0: Yeah, he would be. Yeah, yeah that's true. Unless, unless I was just complete dog shit at it, but which I can see happening. But we'll see. We'll see.
1: I don't know. I think you'll surprise yourself. Like it is. It's a very cerebral game. It's not. It's not like other sports. Mm. It is sports, but it, it's not the same at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I uh, think you might
1: like it. Oh. <laughs> that would
0: be funny. That would be funny. Uh, board games. I guess I'm just curious, like, what <gasps> do you what oh are my you God?
1: I'd love to talk about board yeah, games. Yeah, let's talk about
0: what are you what are your sort of favorites?
1: Oh, I have so many. Um, okay, so my husband and I are very competitive. Um, we've, you know, been friends since middle school, mm. and we have been like very deeply competitive with each other on everything sure. ever since. And he in particular also loves board games as well, and we always kind of like try to introduce a new one every couple months or so. Mm, okay. um, but I think our favorites are probably Carcassonne because mm. once you get used to it, it is so casual and fun. Yeah, um, yeah. I love Dominion. Mm. Um, I, I'm I'm going off of replayability, like the things that we played like the most. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's see. We also really, like, we love, like, Mm. Bananagrams. Letter-based games are amazing. Obviously, Scrabble is, like, sitting at the top of the top. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've also been doing a little bit of chess lately as well. But chess is a a little bit of a commitment. Um, We don't play with a clock. So, and we don't play speed chess. Like, we, like, really take our time. So, that one, like, we, like, really have to set aside some time for that. Gotcha. But that's been a lot of fun. Um... But, yeah, I would probably... Oh, yeah, and there's also this, like... I guess, um... Yeah, it's definitely a board game. It's called Race for the Galaxy. Oh, it's absolutely and a board game. That
0: game's great. Yeah. Oh,
1: it's... Yeah, I love it. And I love how complicated you can make it. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, it was really daunting, because, and we kind of dumbed it down. We, we took out a lot of the cards that really expand mm, the game okay. and make it long, and we made it, like, as... not Maybe not as simple as possible, but we definitely played, like a non-advanced version of it sure. got really used to it and now we play with like every manipulatable aspect of it as possible it's so much fun that
0: doesn't surprise me that you like that considering you like dominion because there's definitely yeah. uh, some crossover there similarities yeah.
1: yeah for sure
0: it's all about sort of building an engine right Of like okay if i play this card i can play this card and this card and this card yeah yeah
1: yeah, and it's so different playing between, like, two people versus three or four people. Mm. Like, I don't think I've ever played with more than four in anything, to be honest, mm. but, oh my god, Race for the Galaxy really completely changes the moment you add an extra person.
0: Sure. Yeah, I think that's an amazing two-player game, actually. Like, I I, it is. I would say it that's totally actually is. the best way to play is two, but uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, mm-hmm. it's nice that it works, though, with, like, multiple players, for sure. Um I've played I yeah. played multiple I, I don't actually own it but I uh, I've played it like at board game shops and uh there's like ways you can play board games online and yeah no that's a very solid Yeah
1: pick. I love that one. What are your favorites? I'm so curious. Like I I I can kind of know what your favorites are but I'm I curious. I would love
0: to hear what you think. First, I guess. Yeah. You got to guess?
1: <laughs> oh, the type of game man, that okay. I, you
0: think I would love or be my favorite?
1: Uh, I honestly, I thought until you reacted the way you did to Race for the Galaxy, I was gonna say Race for the Galaxy because it's like mm, I don't know. I feel like mm,
0: mm. no, that yeah,
1: you like that level of complication. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah. I I definitely. So actually, my favorite game is um, I like deck building games. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with oh, the genre. of course, but not not like Magic, which is like. Um, you make a deck oh, advance. Yeah. oh I mean Dominion, Dominion's yeah, like a deck yeah. building game. Yeah, you're literally build, Dominion yeah, is a deck You're building, building a yes. deck as you go. that sort of thing. So yes. um uh, my favorite is actually a game called Marvel Legendary, which I'm not even a, I don't oh. I don't care about Marvel at all, but I just love the game. Yeah. It's a cooperative <laughs> deck building game where you're like each scenario is different and you're basically just building decks to win the scenario um and there's interesting there's one called aeon's end where it's uh imagine a deck building game where you don't shuffle your deck ever uh Uh so it's like as you put cards in your deck you can actually kind of almost plan your deck because as soon as you run out of cards you just take your discard pile flip it over
1: oh okay and and the order and stays. the order
0: stays so it's that's also a cooperative okay. one where you're like you know mm-hmm. like basically working together. oh the
1: because team. you need to know what's gonna happen in the future yeah. oh that's yes. so good it's like okay if i stack these <laughs> cards
0: together in the discard pile then i know that when i draw them these cards will be together they'll come so back it's, you know right it's that kind of, that's a game that
1: uh, uh oh that's so fun. good
0: um Gloomhaven. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. It's a. It's a. Oh,
1: I've heard of Gloomhaven. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: very kind of like campaign-driven, sort of uh, dungeon crawl with mm-hmm. very interesting card play. So, I think for me, it's gonna be stuff that I love. I love really good card play. I love engine building where it's like I can sort of like, if I do this and it lets me do this and lets me do this and does this, like you build a whole sort of engine um certainly uh that or really i don't know just i like thematic games a lot uh Mm -hmm. and you know for me actually complexity doesn't really matter like as long as the game is memorable to me like i i you know i love super light games i love
1: Mm -hmm.
0: super heavy games uh like i think i don't know if you ever heard of like twilight struggle
1: oh yeah i've heard of twilight struggle Have have you played it no, I haven't. Um, it was, like, suggested to me, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go with, like, Bonanza instead.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Bonanza's, bonanza's yeah. great. That's a great game.
1: I love Bonanza. I don't know why they don't call it Beans, though. Just call it Beans. Yeah,
0: everyone yeah, calls it Beans or Bonanza. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Twilight Struggle is, uh, I guess you might already know, but it's a what, one-on-one Cold War uh, simulation yeah. card oh, game yes. with a giant map, and you're playing yeah, out yeah. the Cold War. I will say... So, um, I'm just going to, do you want, do you just want some two player recommendations? (laughs) Like, seems like. I
1: would love that. Yeah.
0: If you want the experience of Twilight Struggle, um, but not complicated, (laughs) Watergate. Yeah. I just played this recently. Watergate. Have you heard of it?
1: Watergate. Ooh, that does sound familiar. You are playing as either the,
0: the reporters or you're playing as Nixon. And.
1: Oh my and god! All,
0: what it is? It's just—it's a card game. It's a card. I think you would love this. It's a card game
1: yeah. <laughs> where you're
0: you're basically fighting over evidence. Like you're like trying to oh you're trying god. to drag evidence over to your side of the board. And uh, as the reporters, you're trying to get evidence and tie like sort of the, these webs of information to Nixon. And if you do that, you win. Whereas if you're Nixon, you're trying to ruin their investigation and just play cards to, right. to fuck them over uh and you're trying to like get points that way uh
1: it has the it
0: has a very similar feel to twilight struggle but it's you can learn it like almost like it's very easy to learn like you just sort of will take less than five minutes to read it and set up and then you can just go twilight struggle is pretty you gotta learn all the mechanics or whatever watergate super accessible historical too and it's really fun. It's, it's full of cards are like, hey, fuck you. Like, I'm playing this card, which ends your turn immediately, and I get to go again. Or I'm going to play this card, which lets me take this evidence and move it here. Like
1: That's awesome that is so up my alley because you know what it's exactly what you said twilight struggle just felt very um there were too many parts yes. to it and i was like oh, i don't want to like learn this right yeah, now like, yeah. it feels like it's gonna take commitment and i think that's why i was like you know what i'm gonna go with bonanza but well, it's still a great game watergate dude it's still a great game it's really great it has really great replay value you could play it over and over again um damn i'm definitely going to get this it sounds amazing i'm assuming it's available at target
0: <laughs> oh is it available at target i don't know
1: um you know it does sound like a like a very specific type of game i'll look for it online yeah see just um, see if
0: we can i mean it's it's it, it's it's you can get it online for sure uh, so yeah. i i would highly recommend it um based off your i'm literally going Board Game boardgamegeek i don't know if you're familiar with that site i'm literally going on there right now uh, just just to like so <laughs> I can get you one more. I, so you seem to like card games a lot. Is that fair to say?
1: I do love. Yes, I do. We do love card games. Um, let's see. I think the most like recent game we purchased is uh, Nine Tiles Panic. Oh, and, what's that? Oh, um, Nine Tiles Panic is really cute. It's got a set amount of cards, and there are these tiles that have. Both sides to Mm. them and it creates there's nine of them obviously and it creates like a little bit of a map and it's either the roads are all Connected or there's like houses in each block or there's an alien or there's a dog or there's a spy Mm, Um, And and depending on how the tiles like randomized and are created like the map is created you have objectives that are designated on your on like separate cards like a deck of cards and Yeah, and um, also like the point values are different depending on what your goals are. Like for example, um, if you have nine consecutive like roads that one leads out to the west and one leads out to the north but they all connect together that's an extra like 10 points but you have to kind of commit to what type of points you want to go Mm. for in the beginning so you can kind of like mess up by gambling incorrectly um i do i do i I
0: haven't played i do know this game it's oink games does this it's uh yeah 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 yeah, yes that's right i have i've seen i saw a video where they uh I don't know if you're familiar with Shut Up and Sit Down. They're a YouTube channel that goes over board games. They were, they oh, yeah, were going yeah. through all, so all the uh, Oink games, and this was one of them. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I love how these games look, too.
1: Yes, that is what attracted me the most. It is very, very cute, um, and also very easy to just like visually understand. I like that there's like a limited amount of colors, for example. like I know immediately what this mm. is. So
0: One of the best... I'll give you one more recommendation. One of the best... Two-player games I played this year—not this year, last year—in the Void Year was mm-hmm. um, there's a game called Targi. <laughs> Have you heard of this?
1: Targi, no. How do you spell that? T A R G I G I. Okay. Yeah.
0: So in Targi, you uh, the theme is um, they're based on the i I'm, pronunciation might be wrong, but the Tuareg men—they're a desert nomadic tribe—and uh, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, it's this sort of grid where you have uh, is it five by five, five by four? it's like it's a grid anyway and mm-hmm. or it's like five by five. And what you do is you take turns putting meeples on the outside edge because each card has an action on it. And huh. wherever, wherever you put a meeple, uh, you can do that action. And then wherever your meeples like intersect with their lines, you get to do those actions as well so like interesting but what the trick is is it's a two-player game and if i place a meeple at let's say the top of a column you can't place <laughs> your meeple in that same column i block that whole column so it's like I you're, see. you're like i so you're, i think you're putting down three or yeah it's got yeah you're each putting down three meeples around this grid uh and so it's mm-hmm. like i'm gonna put one here that means ha you can't put one in that column and then you're gonna put one on that row and i can't put one in the other facing it uh, and ah. wherever your three guys are, it's like, I get to do those three actions and any, as you kind of draw invisible lines, you know, across the board, anywhere they intersect, you get to do the actions on those cards as well. Uh, oh,
1: I love it.
0: It's excellent. So it's like, you're getting resources. You're like buying these cards that score different points in your tableau. And you're like, and it is always this, so hearing that you're really competitive. Uh, the yeah. whole competition of like oh you i, I know you want that action i'm going to put my guy here so that i'm going to take yeah. that action instead um i highly recommend it. i think it's just a phenomenal two player game so
1: that sounds uh, amazing i mean i love strategy games as well so yeah. i just like hearing about it is so exciting
0: i think you'll definitely enjoy uh both oh my of those God. and if you do Thank if you, so you do end up getting them i would love to hear what your thoughts were on them because uh,
1: I'll give you a full review. Yeah, honestly, please do.
0: Like, I'm not kidding. Like, And I can always recommend... I love recommending things to people, especially stuff that I'm very, you know, sort of knowledgeable about, especially board games or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I always am happy to hear if people have a good time with stuff. So uh, you should absolutely um, let me know what you what you think if you do end up getting them.
1: I definitely want to give it a try. I'm also really interested in Watergate because I like that type of game as well. Like, I like almost... What is it like? In like specifically trying to trump the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah strategy yeah. game. So mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Oh yeah, if you like. <laughs> and it that. also
1: works when you're close with the with the person you're playing with. Like, oh, I I'm sure you'll do this next.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like I said, like I I actually think Twilight Struggle. One day you should give it a try. I don't know if you should buy mm-hmm. it, but you should, if you ever have the opportunity, you should give it a try because it's actually not as bad as daunting as people think uh it's not it
1: looks daunting though i remember looking at it and being like oh uh oh, it does
0: i was when i (laughs) i I ended up buying it. i was like oh boy like because it's so well known (laughs) so i was like all right let's give it a try but i was very surprised it's actually Mm -hmm. mainly card based it's just like
1: interesting i play this card you you just take
0: turns playing cards i play this card all right that activates this thing in africa and i do this to you all right your turn and it's just back and forth just uh, if you're you know if you can play race for the galaxy or cards card games like that where it's just like reaction yeah. reaction reaction um that's all it really is and then you're just kind of manipulating things on the map um yeah but watergate yeah. will give you that feel it's like it's like twilight struggle i don't want to say light because that implies it's not as good of an experience but it's you know like mm-hmm. the more fo- condensed focused version that gives you the same sort of feeling
1: It's like a gateway drug.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then it'll like
1: give me that like entrance feel. Yeah. And
0: then maybe it's like, oh, you liked Watergate and that and you want something a little more complicated? Oh, okay. And then, you know, I can give you some more (laughs) down the line.
1: But, um, oh, that's uh, great. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I like just needed a new board game to kind of like explore. Yeah,
0: no, I I, I hope you enjoy. Uh, yeah, we're, we're actually just about done here. I guess, um, is there any last things you wanted to bring up or? Um, talk Um, about?
1: You know what? I don't know. We covered so many fun topics, to be honest. Like, even though, you know, we obviously had to talk about some serious stuff as well. Sure. Like, it was really, like, therapeutic. Um, I really miss speaking English. Obviously, I speak English to my husband, but, like, I miss, you know, like, just kind of shooting the shit with mm. my friends. So, this was so, so wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah,
0: I mean, we should also just shoot the shit sometime even not on a podcast, honestly. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> Definitely. It, you know, I feel like it's been too long. This has actually, I've said this several times on the podcast, but it's actually been a very good way for me me to kind of reconnect and also just talk to people right like you know it it actually does feel very nice especially during these times to (laughs) talk to people i don't get to talk to that often Uh, and uh i don't know when this will be but whenever you do come visit you know i would love to uh have you or both of you over you know if you'd like we have a disgustingly huge board game collection uh, oh, I bet! So, you know, I
1: bet it takes up like a whole room. It is.
0: It is a gigantic five by five IKEA shelf, and it's and that's just <laughs> most of it. That's it spills out, and it's a problem. It sounds perfect. But uh, we should absolutely play some games in person sometime soon. Uh, Not soon, but whenever we can. Thank you
1: so much. And whenever you come to Japan, please let me know. I have a guest room. I mean, granted, I live in the middle of nowhere, but we are a bullet train hub, so it's not like impossible. Okay, that would... (laughs) I can drive here. Honestly,
0: I would love... Because I've only really been to Tokyo, and I would love to explore other areas of Japan as well. Like We definitely want to hit up Osaka, especially with super nintendo oh, world certainly. is there and come, coming there oh
1: like, i'm so oh, I'm upset just, that i can't go uh, i wanted to go so uh, bad like i was so ready to go and then yeah, yeah <laughs>
0: i'm so desperate to go so yeah it's some i think japan is definitely whenever as soon as we can we're gonna head over there
1: yeah let me know
0: yeah for sure but where uh where can people uh find you
1: oh um my youtube channel would be wonderful youtube.com slash scully thank you so much
0: uh and are you on on, on i know you are on twitter but uh, uh, yeah. uh yeah
1: uh yeah my um social would be just at Raina scully across the board on everything i'm really sorry that like i was having such a hard time answering you on twitter dms i was like trying so hard not to go on twitter because it always made well oh, last no, year it was i don't me blame you depressed. yeah no,
0: <laughs> i absolutely understand yeah it's twitter is twitter is a mess but I'm glad it yeah, worked out like so. that we managed to sit Definitely. down. Uh, this has been great. Thank you very much. It's always it's always good 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 to talk to you.
1: Thank you so much.